Welcome back to the Atta Girl Podcast, where we talk about career advancement, entrepreneurship, women empowerment with your host, Kara Dennison, and that's me. So 2022 is right around the corner. And today we're going to talk about your one word. Have you guys heard about this? I am really excited to talk to you guys about your one word. It's something that I am doing for the first time this year. You know, I've never been the type of person to set resolutions. I tried when I was younger and I was always the one to fail on my New Year's resolution by the time February came around. And my birthday is on February 2nd. And so I would always try again, right? Maybe my year was on my birthday. So I would set new resolutions starting at the beginning of February. And then come March, I would always fail again. And then I would start to feel like this failure who couldn't keep to the promises or the goals that I would set for myself for a whole year. And as I got older and as I started, you know, achieving a lot of goals that I set for myself in my life, I realized, you know, setting one resolution or one goal for an entire year, it doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me because for me and how quickly that I adapt and change and and move through my life, my goals, they change. And I think that that's okay. I think that it's okay for your goals to change. I have a saying that I've said for years now that dreams change and that's okay. If you look back throughout my career, you know, I started, I graduated with a double major in management and marketing. And then I graduated at the height of one recession. And as we're going through it again, you know, those things in life, they, they change, they shake you up. And I went through my career. I had a job in marketing, ended up getting laid off because of some issues with the company and then went into retail and went into a financial type position, customer service, and then ended up into HR. I started my own wedding photography business. I loved HR. And now I do what I do now, which is career coaching. And if I set my sights onto one career path at 18 or 22, when you graduate college, how boring would life be if you weren't allowed to change your goals or your dreams, right? And so I let that go. I let that go. I started to stop beating myself up for not achieving or sticking to resolutions. And I just stopped making them. I just did. And I started making daily goals and weekly goals and monthly goals for myself on a personal level and a professional level. And that was just so much more achievable and more healthy for me and my growth. However, you know, I listened to Meredith on the Add a Girl podcast last year and how she said a one word, and it was intriguing, but I still didn't do it. So this year, about a week ago, Meredith posted in the Girls Girls group about how she p- picked her one word for this year. And it got me really thinking and pondering about this last year and doing a little bit more research on what is this one word? What is this one word? thing. And I went back and I listened to her episode of the Atta Girl podcast from last year about the one word. And I did read some blog posts about it. And it really started resonating with me. So here I am going against my own 
philosophy of not setting resolutions or things at the beginning of the year and going forth and talking about the one word for the year. Because the way that this one word for the year thing is, is it's actually very empowering. And so I was reading some articles and some blog posts about this. And the exercise that I ended up doing to come up with my one word I made it my own. And I want to share with you the exercise that I did in order to come up with what my one word is. And I wanted to see if this is something that you would want to do. And I'm going to set up some homework for you guys at the end of the episode so that you can come up with your one word in order to set an intention for 2022. Because I don't know about you guys, but 2022 is going to be a great year. I just know that it is. I feel it in my bones. We've had two tough, really, really tough years with 2020 and 2021, and we are just ready and primed for something great. And so I want to talk about what is this one word thing, if you haven't ever heard about it, or if you have heard about it and you're struggling to pick your one word. I'm going to go and talk about how I did it for myself and set up a nice short exercise that you can do for yourself to come up with your one word. Or actually, I'm going to tell you about the two words that I picked for myself for 2022. But before I do, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. 2022 is right around the corner. And if you're starting to feel like it's time to make a change in your career for the new year, I'm glad that you're listening. When it comes to landing your dream job at a company that you're aligned with and where you can make an impact, it can be overwhelming if you don't have a plan in place. If your strategy is to dust off that old resume and hit the job boards, did you know that you only have a 2% chance of landing an interview? The traditional hiring process of applying via job boards is a broken process and leaves job seekers feeling frustrated, rejected, anxious, and with feelings of low self-worth and imposter syndrome, which is no way to start the next chapter of your career. At Optimized Career Solutions, we want you to land your dream job by giving you the branding that sets you apart as the industry leader or professional that you are. And we want to give you the strategies that give you back control and confidence in your search and gets you directly connected to those who can actually help or hire you at the companies that you're excited to work with. Book your free consultation with myself or my husband, Jack, at schedule.optimizedcareersolutions.com so that we can dive deeper into your career goals and show you how we can support you in achieving them without the frustration and rejection that most job seekers feel. We have multiple levels of support depending on your needs. Whether you're a DIYer or someone who loves having weekly accountability, we've got you covered. The first step to the next level of your career is just a couple clicks away. Book your free consultation with us now at schedule.optimizecareersolutions.com. Okay, welcome back. If you are like me and you have never done the one word of the year, I want to talk you through how I determined what my one word or actually two words of my career I'm sorry, my year is going to be. And I found this really uh, blog post. It's from mountainmodernlife.com that really walked through a couple of steps to, to find out what your word is. And the first thing is really going to be about reflecting, reflecting on this past year in 2021 and asking yourself a couple of questions. So the questions that they recommend is, asking yourself, what could I use more of in my life? 
What could I use less of in my life? What characteristics would I like to have? By the end of the day, I feel blank. And how do I want to feel? And so I started doing this and I started writing down in my notebook and I started reflecting on this last year. And for me personally, this year has been a roller coaster. For me, it started with a lot of lows at the beginning of the year and a lot of lessons that I had to learn the hard way. And I realized that I made a lot of decisions this year out of fear, out of fear of not knowing what my future was going to bring. I started my my year out actually partnered with another career coach and building up essentially his business. And when that turned sour and that went south, I had to make a decision about either giving up my business and joining his or branching out on my own and building my business basically from scratch. And there was so much heartache and fear and a scarcity mindset of what am I going to do? And that set a huge tone for the rest of my 2021 as I watched my my savings and my bank accounts drain rapidly. And a lot of the decisions that I made were made without even reflecting on, on what this would do for my future. And so I just had to make decisions so quickly. And that set a huge tone for the rest of the of my year. So when I was reflecting on what could I use more of in my life, what could I use less of my life, by the end of the day, how did I feel every day throughout 2021? I felt honestly exhausted. I felt drained. I felt frustrated. The words that I wrote down were frustrated, scared, not confident, confused, chaos was written down. And those are a lot of not great words, right? And how do I want to feel? The words that I wrote down is I want to feel confident. I want to feel excited. I want to feel joyful. I want to feel blissful. I want to feel ease in my business and in my life. I want to feel a lot of love and excitement for my marriage because my husband and I run my business together. And when you're making a lot of decisions out of fear, and trying to just get to the next day instead of setting yourself up for success in the long run, you make a lot of decisions out of fear and you have a lot of fights when you're running a business with your husband. And that's not the feelings that I wanted to feel. Overwhelmingly, the phrase that kept coming into mind is I felt like I was white knuckling my business the entire year. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you're driving and it's tense and you're not just having like a nice, easy drive through the countryside, you're going through tough weather and you're just gripping the steering wheel and your knuckles are white and you're just tense the entire time. That's how I felt in my business for the majority of the year is that I was just white knuckling, trying to get through and making decisions on the fly. And that is just not the the feeling that I wanted to feel in my business. So I sat and I reflected on how I felt in my life and my business through 2021. And those were the feelings that I felt. It wasn't great, right? I mean, I I did well. I helped a lot of people. It was exciting, the things that I was able to do, but a lot of it felt like I was grinding to get those, those wins and it wasn't in a good flow, if that makes sense. 
So after I did those reflections, it was it was really eye-opening. It was really a great practice to sit down and take those few minutes to really truly take the time and sit in the feelings of how I felt in 2021 before even entering into 2022. So step two, the article or the blog says to visualize. Visualize what the perfect day would feel like. And the emphasis here is on how you would feel, right? They say to think about what your morning routine would feel like. How do you want to feel at work? How do you want to feel right before you go to bed? They recommend meditating and sitting on this. How do you really want to feel in 2022? And so when I was reflecting on 2021 and how I was white knuckling my business and how I was really frustrated and how every win that I got felt like it was a monumental effort and how I was picturing 2022, I wanted to feel joy. I wanted to feel excitement. I wanted to feel ease. I wanted to feel prosperity. I wanted to feel, like I said, excitement. I wanted to feel relaxed. I wanted to feel joyful. I wanted to feel like every interaction with a potential client or my current clients um, or the clients that would be coming in the future was lighting me up, giving me goosebumps. I wanted to end my day with my head on my pillow, going to sleep and getting a restful sleep. Do you guys ever have those moments where you feel like you're white knuckling life, where every decision that you make just pops up more decisions that you have to make, or every step that you take, it just brings up more things that you have to deal with? You know, the saying, when it rains, it pours. (laughs) And it just feels like, gosh, it's is this ever going to end? Oh my gosh. But then there's times in your life, hopefully, and I've had these times in my life where things just click, where you're working and you're in a flow, where you're in your zone of genius, where your marriage is on track, your family is awesome, your friends are supporting you and cheering you on, where clients are coming, the money is coming, your job is is rock solid, you're making an impact, you are appreciated by your boss and your coworkers, and things are flowing. It's different, right? You wake up excited to tackle the day. You wake up and maybe your pillow didn't give you the crink in the neck, right? Because you weren't sleeping with your jaw clenched. And then you go to bed feeling satisfied because you had such a great day. That's what I want for 2022, right? So once you start actually sitting down and taking a couple minutes and you think back on your last year and you think back on how you want for your next year and visualize those feelings, like really feel it inside your body, create a list, spend a couple minutes, five, 10 minutes creating a list of those words. And I started saying some of those words and maybe the words are resonating with you too, right? Create a list of those words of the good feelings. Some of the words might be, you know, bliss, strength, resilient, confidence, wellness, generous, forgiveness, serenity, plentiful, grace, fearless, 
grateful, humility, discipline, growth, excellence, passion, joy, calm, content, surrender, love, prosper, empowered, manifest, focus, embrace, simplicity, present, courage, nourishment, integrity, hope, serve, health, abundance, vitality, grateful, mindful, creative, whatever those things are, write a list out of all the ways you want to feel in the new year. And then circle or highlight a couple of the words that just really resonate with you. And so I did this and it really came down to a few different words for me. The last step in this this article is kind of the most important step. And I'll get to what I I chose in just a second. But the last step is to ask a very important question. When you look at the words that you've highlighted, maybe there's three, five words that you either circled or highlighted. I want you to ask yourself, are you interested in this word or are you committed to this word? Because it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of this episode. You know, It's easy to write a resolution if you haven't really sat down and thought about it. And then it's so easy to give up on it, right? It's so easy to say, oh, yeah. I'm going to go to the gym and then life gets hard or life gets in the way and then you quit. But it's so much more powerful when you've done this visualization exercise and you've really felt in your body, in your soul, in your heart, in your mind, the ways that you felt this last year and the ways that you want to feel in the new year. Because when it resonates at the very core of who you are in every cell of your body, It helps to really want it to stick and to commit to this word. So once you've kind of picked this, what are we going to use with this word? And how are we going to use it moving forward? The goal for this word is to have all of your goals, your actions, your plans align with this word, and more importantly, align with the feelings that you felt when you picked this word and when you committed to this word. So for me, another exercise that I ended up doing this week is I attended a masterclass that friend of the pod, Rebecca Simmons had held. She was a guest a couple of weeks ago. She had asked us actually to do something similar. She asked us to write down a word of something that we really wanted in the new year and something that we really didn't want in the new year. And then she had us do an exercise of breathing in and breathing out five times. It was either three or five times. Breathing in and breathing out and really feeling the way that we felt when we wanted that word, those feelings that you want for the new year, and breathing out those feelings that you had when with that more negative word for the old year. So I'm going to get to the words that I wrote down, the three words that I wrote down of what I was really feeling in 2021, the more negative words were scarcity, because I was in a very scarce mindset through 2021. And because of that, I made some very poor decisions. I hired people in a scarcity mindset and it bit me in the butt a lot. I was in a very negative and negativity was my second word. Because of these poor decisions and the hard lessons I was learning, it was very easy for me to get into a negative mindset. 
And frustration was the third word. Frustration. When I am frustrated, it is hard for me to see past that frustration and move forward to the solutions. And I felt those. It was so difficult in 2021 to get past these three scarcity mindsets, the negativity that the scarcity mindset brought and the frustration that it brought. And really, when it came down to it, I ended up just picking scarcity, the scarcity mindset, because that was the overarching thing that brought the negativity and the frustration. And so what I really wanted to feel in 2022, the three words that I wrote down were abundance, gratitude, and joy. And I've been actually kind of implementing these in the last two months, and I've noticed a huge change in myself and the decisions that I make. I want to feel joy. I want to feel joy in my personal life. I want to feel joy in my professional life. I want to feel joy in my marriage. And I know that in order to do that, having gratitude, there is power in gratitude. And I did a whole Atta Girl episode on that that literally shows the scientific benefits of gratitude. And so I've been practicing that. And what it really boils down to is abundance. I want abundance. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. And sometimes when people think of abundance, they think just financial abundance, but I want abundance in everything. I want abundance of joy. I want abundance of gratitude. I want abundance of love in my marriage. I want an abundance of friendship, of really great friendships that support, that are cheerleaders, that tell me when I'm messing up and can do it in a loving way that know and can see my blind spots, right? I want an abundance, sure, of prosperity. Who doesn't, right? But I also want abundance for you as well. I want us all to have abundance, especially women who have been the ones who have frankly struggled throughout this pandemic. It's our time. It is our time for abundance. And a lot of times I feel that the polar opposite of abundance is scarcity. When we are in that scarcity mindset, we are short-sighted. We hold ourselves back from abundance. So for me, when I am going into 2022, I am holding these two words, scarcity and abundance at my forefront. And what I'm doing is I'm breathing in abundance and the feeling that I get when I act in abundance mindset, when I act with abundance, when I have that mindset of, I know the universe is out there wanting to give me abundance of love, joy, gratitude, prosperity, friendship, excitement, ease, flow, all of those good things. I'm breathing in that feeling. And whenever I am having fear, doubt, unsuredness, lack of confidence, that scarcity mindset, I am breathing that out. I am breathing it out because it no longer serves me. It no longer deserves a place inside of my body. I no longer want those feelings because it does not serve me anymore. And so Every time I am putting post-it notes of the word abundance everywhere in my office, everywhere in my house, so that it can remind me to do three deep breaths of feeling that abundance and letting go of the scarcity. 
And I encourage you, when you are picking your word, you don't have to pick a negative word, but maybe it will help. Maybe it will help you when you are doing this exercise. I want you to feel into the feelings that you had in 2021 so that you can make a great decision for your word in 2022. And I want you to breathe in those feelings and really sit with how you want to feel in 2022 when you're picking this word. I know the Girls Girls group, some people were writing down their word. Meredith, she chose blissful. I think that's fantastic. Some other words that other girls in the Girls Girls group have chosen are strength, progress. Love that. Onward. Onward is a great word. Confident. Mm. Someone chose intentional. I love that. Transcend. Oof, such a good word. Endeavor. Joy. Restore happiness, balance. Balance is a great one too. Renewal. Someone chose the word me. I love that one too. Especially as women, how often do we not put ourselves either not even first, but second or third or fourth, right? So let me ask you, what is your word? Let me know. Get in the Add a Girl Facebook page. It's just Add a Girl on Facebook. Tell me on our Add a Girl podcast. Instagram is just Add a Girl underscore podcast. We would love to hear what your word is. And speaking of abundance, I want abundance for this podcast too. So will you do me a favor? Will you leave me a five-star review either on Spotify or iTunes? I read every single one of them. I want this podcast to have incredible abundance in 2022 because I want to help as many people as possible. That is a great word for this podcast. So do me a favor and leave a review if you love listening to this podcast. We are going to have an incredible guest either next week or the week after. We are so excited about this guest to talk about limiting beliefs. So very, very exciting. So make sure to stay tuned for that. As always, this episode has been a production of the Girls Girls Media. We have a podcast almost every day of the week. We have Her Royal Highness on Tuesdays. We have the Atta Girl podcast with me on every Wednesday, Work Wednesday. We have our flagship podcast, the Girls Girls podcast on Thursdays, and we have Financial Fridays with Stock Daddy on Fridays. I hope that you guys have an amazing day. Make today a great day. Have an incredible rest of your week. And I'll see you next week.